Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Out there, Marineland. Man, I tell you, uh, Mr. Sorley, Ken Sorley, and that, uh, the Sorley family, appreciate them. They've been just tremendous supporters of Baylor Athletics over the years. It means a lot that they would want to be uh, associated with the uh, Matt Mosley Show. They've been longtime uh, fans and friends of, uh, uh, of John Morris, and so just tremendous. I uh, got to hang out with uh, Mr. Sorley out at the, uh, oh, the, the Junior Livestock Show. We had a wonderful time out there standing over. I might have been grabbing some uh, some of the uh, leftovers that came came off the plate as they were making uh, a bunch of ribeye steaks for the, uh, it was kind of the pre-dinner for the champion cell Junior Livestock Show. So Ken Sorley, thank you. Welcome aboard. And love those boats, love everything they do out there at Marineland. Just a pleasure to have you guys on board with the Matt Mosley Show. And Aaron, as, when you play those, uh, when you play that opener, do, does it ever kind of grab your attention? When we, when we, uh, you can kind of tell when we've added a few, uh, a few uh, new partners. Well, I put the spots in, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron noticed as well then, and uh, so it's uh, it's uh, great, and we are so appreciative. In fact, one of our new sponsors, uh, Baylor Line Foundation, we've got uh, got a big event coming up next Friday. So, going to be doing a live program from the Baylor Club, and then of course the next day it'll be Kansas and Baylor getting it on. The AP poll came out today, and. Kansas has moved up to number five in the country. The Bears fell to number 10 following uh, loss to Tech and then, of course, the win over TCU Saturday. They're number 10, so it'll be five versus 10. And that is going to be very exciting. And then, Aaron, the the huge news also broke that uh, ESPN Game Day will be coming back to Waco. It's becoming a familiar spot. The uh, they had the Fox uh, big game, big noon kickoff, came to town for, and there were some campouts, camping out that 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 uh, was associated with that. I think some of the Baylor students might be camping out to try to get the best spots for not only to be at the game. I mean, uh, in my mind, the most important thing is the game Saturday night. But I understand with Baylor, and uh, it, it's just great to have the coverage that comes along when uh, the College Game Day uh, brings its show to the campus. And that show will be on, I guess it starts at 10, and then, of course, the games start up at 11 a.m. usually on uh, as far as basketball games. But there'll, there'll be a lot more to announce on that front. And in the past, we've had Jay Billis on. We've had LaFonzo Ellis, and they'll both be in town, Reese Davis. 
Seth Greenberg will be on set, and I'm sure they'll be interviewing all kinds of folks. I was there for to kind of see some of that and then lead into the Baylor-Kansas game. I, don't, I can't remember if that game was at 11 or noon a couple of years ago. Aaron, do you remember? Was that a that didn't, it was either at 11. It was a day game because I remember getting there and we were able to kind of watch some of the pregame show and, and as the uh, crowd started to fill up there at uh, Farrell Center. And uh, that was a big time. But I, I think that was an early day game uh, that time. And that was the year they didn't have the NCAA tournament. Both teams were – Baylor had – Let's think about that. Was that last? That wasn't last season. That was two seasons ago, I believe it was. So we uh, we made the trip and we're in the Farrell Center and got to see some of that activities. There was some foolishness that was involved with people shooting half quarters or something. I can't even remember who was involved in that. But uh, but hopefully they won't they won't mess with that this year. And uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, ESPN Central Texas, of course is where you'll be able to hear the game. Game day will be in town. We'll get you more and more details with that. I heard the uh, oh, the, the kind of the fan engagement person was on with John Morris the other day, Aaron Bean. May have to get Aaron back on. In fact, I've been emailing with Aaron. Aaron uh, and, uh, in Baylor is uh, uh, thinking about partnering with the Matt Mosley Show and some things, and we're always uh, very appreciative when uh, when that kind of thing goes on and our relationship with Baylor just continues to be a great one all right Aaron uh, that was some uh, that was some ugliness that took place talking about college basketball and, and I did want to say that at five o'clock today we're going to have Brendan Manzer Brendan Manzer is played at Oklahoma State and he's part of the Big 12 uh, network of, uh, well, the, e- the ESPN team. And, in fact, he's been doing a lot of things this year with Ted Emrick, who's a longtime friend. And uh, he and Ted do a lot of games. And tonight, I believe they're doing West Virginia and TCU. Now, Aaron, before we get into the ugliness of what happened between Wisconsin and Michigan yesterday, um, how do you – you were looking at these top 20 that came in, and I should add the Baylor women uh, are number five in the country. They've moved all the way up to number five. Testing, <laughs> one, two. Aaron, are you with me? Yes, we're having some te- technical difficulties. Oh, okay. All right. I was just hearing some interesting things there. Uh, I was making sure could be on my end. Aaron, I'll just. No, they're they're out. working on some stuff. It was. Oh, it was, was on that right? Side, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Maybe. Yeah. Heads up would be nice. Uh, all right. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And it is uh, it is a uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. But yesterday that scene was really uh, something that happened. You got Coach Guard and, and, and you got Juwan Howard from Michigan. And they're in a they're in a handshake line. This has gone on for you know years and years in college basketball. After the game, they shake hands. Now, occasionally, the head coaches or somebody are mad at each other, and you'll hear you'll see a little something. Usually, it's just a barely even perceptible. Uh, but this one 
was a little bit, this one got out of control. And, Aaron, you I'm sure you were like me. I mean, I, I or maybe you watched it. I, I This game was, I believe, on, it seems like, I, I think of the, uh, the uh, Big Ten being involved with CBS. But for some reason, I think this game may have been. Anyway, it, it, usually it's on CBS. I think it was because I remember hearing the music as this was happening when I went back and watched this yesterday. I started hearing about it like moments after it happened. And then, of course, people had the video immediately. And what happened is Michigan called a uh, – Michigan – the game was out, it was out of hand. It was like a 15-point game. Michigan was still pressing, doing everything it could, even in the last minute of the game to get back in it, but they were already beat. Wisconsin, with about 15 seconds left in the game – decides to call a timeout, even though they're up by 15. Well, no, nobody ever loves that. If you're down and the opposing coach calls, if, especially if you're down big, calls a timeout, it's, it's going to cause some bad blood. So that's kind of the, the, what happened. There's been more explanation for why Greg Gard, is that his name, Aaron? G-A-R-D yes. is his last name, Coach Gard. There's been some further explanation as to why he may have um, called that timeout he had his backups in. They're getting blitzed by the uh, Michigan press. And he, and he thought by, by calling that timeout, he was going to get 10 seconds on the shot clock instead of the four seconds that when they called the timeout. It's some kind of new rule in college basketball. Who really cares? Who really cares? What happened is after it's over, they're doing the handshake line, and uh, Juwan Howard's not pleased but he must have said something to the Wisconsin coach, and the Wisconsin coach kind of grabs him, kind of kind of wants to give an explanation. All right, and what 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 happens after that? It's you know they get into a heated back and forth. Uh, Juwan Howard, who if you remember, he played at Michigan, longtime NBA player, uh, the coach at Michigan now. You know, he towers over this coach guard from Wisconsin, and he kind of starts the point. That's never a, a great thing, Aaron, when you get the point going, because the point usually leads to kind of a, a, a poke in the chest or something, and, and that's, never, that's never great. Well, so things are already, tempers are, are, are starting to flare, and you get more and more people involved. You get some people kind of trying to hold each other. So it's already a tense situation. Well, at some point, Howard, who, again, at 6'10", can reach pretty far, he's kind of being held back, and and there's a moment, and then all of a sudden he reaches out, and he basically, it's an open uh, open palm slap to the, to the head of this assistant coach from Wisconsin. Aaron, is that about the way you would describe it? Just a flat-out open face. No, um, I mean you can. I've seen the video like slowed down, and his like when he starts that punch, his fist is closed. Now it comes open at some point, and it ends up being a slap. But I don't know. Either, either way, it was ridiculous. He should be he should be suspended. Don't don't press down. Don't press down fourteen. If you you know, if you want the game to be over, that's all I get. Or be better and don't get down 14. I, this yeah. always bugs me when coaches complain about people running up the score or kicking field goals or, you know, still stealing bases in baseball games. Be better. Yeah. 
the game's still going. But anyway, go ahead. Although, although, and not not to defend what he did, he that that probably none of that would have happened if the Wisconsin coach didn't try to like, you know, off stop him and try to offer the explanation. It would have just been a coach mad, and he may have complained in the post game. And the coach, I'm just saying, a lot of people were at fault. Now, again, Aaron and I may disagree on this because. The way I saw it, I, you're right. Maybe he did start, maybe thinking he was going to deliver a punch. I'm just saying, obviously, if you look at the thing over and over, what ended up happening was kind of a, 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 a kind of a big old slap to the head, upside the head of the coach. That what whatever made contact with him was not an actual punch because the hand was open. So I, I guess that's what I'm saying, Aaron. Is I wouldn't call that a punch. I would call it more of a slap. Now, it is completely wrong and crazy, and it's led to this debate. In fact, I, I should have I thought about uh, Coach Haller would be great on this. Any of our coaching buddies would be uh, tremendous on it. We'll ask Brendan Manzer at 5 o'clock when he's on today. But it, it just led to an all-out players from both teams getting into it, punches being thrown, haymakers are happening. It, it was an ugly scene, and it's now led to this. Uh, even Dick Vitale, who uh, is uh, is sadly going through some uh, some cancer treatments right now, he can't talk, uh, but he can write. Of course, he's uh, tweeting things out, and even Dick Vitale, who's known as one of the preeminent voices on college sports, is like, "You've got to just get rid of the the handshake line." Now, you got people like Fran Fraschilla, who's a friend of this show, who's more of the, hey, for years, everybody's been able to, even after heated contests, get together, shake hands. It's just part of what you do. We should not get rid of the handshake line. You know, I, I would hate to, I mean, occasionally you have these ugly scenes that happen. This is, was really ramped up. I hate for the, I hate for one ugly scene that we, we think we have to throw out handshake lines forever. I mean, occasionally after hockey games or something, you see these ugly things happen. I've seen footage of horrible things happening after high school basketball games, somebody taking a punch or a cheap shot at, at a, an opposing member. Well, that doesn't mean we have to stop shaking hands all across the country. Now, Aaron, you may have a different opinion. Do you Do you think after seeing this, it would be good to get rid of the handshake line. No, should now we're going to get rid of the handshake line because Jawan Howard can't control his temper. No, uh, the handshake line's been fine before this. Uh, it's it's the whole situation's ridiculous, and you can say what you want about the Wisconsin's coaches, but they didn't assault anybody or take a swing or slap or whatever you want to call it. Jawan Howard did. He's the one that escalated it beyond being mad and and made the situation escalate like it did. Yeah, yeah, I I tend to agree. I don't think you have to throw out the whole thing, but that is a debate out there now. Uh, get rid of the handshake. And that's why I brought up Vital because it's not just like random people. It's like big-time college basketball voices. Uh, sadly, this will – well, let's think about it. This, um, yeah, it's become such a huge story. I was going to. I was thinking. Hopefully, it'll die down by Saturday. But you know that the game day crew will have to 
you know, give all their opinions, and that'll be a big deal uh, when they're at the Farrell Center Saturday. It's a, it's 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 really an embarrassment for a lot of people, but m- the most Juwan Howard. I mean, I don't care if somebody grabs you or not. I know I I, I defended. I didn't defend him. It's an it, it was really embarrassing. It's even more embarrassing. Well, that's the most embarrassing thing that he reached out and hit somebody. I mean, think about these are supposed to be the examples to the the players on each team. I mean, every once in a while we'll see the player take a horrible foul or take a punch. Or there used to be a Duke player named Grayson Allen who would always take cheap shots at people. We see ridiculous things. The coaches are supposed to be held to a higher standard and not do all this foolishness. And, uh, and, and so what Juwan Howard did was set a horrible example. Now, I don't necessarily – some people immediately were like, this guy should be fired. I, I sort of think you suspend him. And now it can be a tough suspension. I mean, I don't think he should – I mean, I think he should probably not coach until the tournament. I don't know how many games they have left, but I, I, I wouldn't have any problem with them saying he's out uh, until the Big Ten tournament. Or if you want to say he's out through the Big Ten tournament, I'm okay with that. I mean, it was a sorry, sorry scene that broke out. Now, Aaron, I'll get your take on that here in a little bit. Do we uh, Can we play a little bit of Juwan Howard? I know we're running a little bit long on this break, but we, we don't have a guest coming up. Um, Let's play Jawan Howard's reaction to this after the game. You know, I addressed with uh, the head coach that I will remember that <laughs> because of that timeout and uh, f- for someone to touch me. And I think that was un- very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. So uh, that's what ended up happening. And that's what escalated it. Yeah, I guess if you could, I guess, expand on that a little more. What, what no, led to I would not expand on it. I just well, share with you the story, what happened. Well, as far as touching, I mean, obvious, there's obvious touching with the handshake line. There, it must have been more than that, is oh, what yeah, you're saying. more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touching. Touching me unnecessary wasn't, wasn't cause for that when we were talking. And at that, at that point, you know, I thought that was, you know, time to protect myself. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's where it gets out of control. This guy played in the NBA for like 18 to 20 years. He was a great enforcer-type player at Michigan. I mean, this guy's been I, – I could point to 25 plays in his career where he either got decked or went after somebody and, you know, like acting like Coach Guard, who's about a foot shorter than him, and that's being nice about it. If he – let's say he's 6'10". Yeah, I mean, about a foot a foot shorter. And it, it – it, what he did was kind of like grab his wrist or grab his, you know, for attention or something. Come on. I mean, he he could not have been felt threatened by guard. There is some kind of thing out there sometimes, Aaron, you know what I'm talking about. You can't let another man put his hands on you or whatever. You know, like if somebody, Aaron, in the old pool hall days and you're out playing pool and you get in a, an argument, maybe it's over money, I don't know. I You know, you're a pretty – easygoing guy I don't think you've gotten a lot of arguments but you know what I'm saying if somebody puts their finger and touches your chest there's some kind of masculine response that's supposed to be like I can't let you do that kind of thing but you have to be above that as the head coach of a college basketball team and not act like what guard did forced you because 
first of all, you didn't even you didn't you didn't hit guard. You end up hitting some chirpy assistant for Wisconsin. It's a it's a bad scene. It's an embarrassing scene for college basketball. If you want to weigh in on it, uh, if you think he should be fired, or if you think uh, suspension is fine, or if you think he was justified in what he did, uh, the CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. All right? Yeah, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. We'll get into a little bit of uh, hear from Scott. Big win over TCU the other day. As we get you ready for a big Monday uh, outing, Bears in Stillwater tonight. That is next. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Increasing clouds and breezy conditions this evening with a 30% chance of showers and storms overnight. We drop to 63 degrees. Tomorrow, clearing skies, another mild day, 83. And a strong cold front moves through early on Wednesday. Mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain and highs only in the upper 30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Since 1859, Baylor Lion Foundation has been helping you make the Baylor family better as an independent voice for Baylor students, alumni, and fans. Take part in that tradition by honoring some of the best and the brightest bears you know at this year's Hall of Fame Awards Ceremony. Join us for a night of celebration at 6 p.m. Friday, February 25th at the Baylor Club inside McLean Stadium. 
To see this year's honorees and purchase tickets, visit BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, and Stacey Sakura. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texas safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NBA All-Star game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163 to 160. Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers with a good sign sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number 7 Baylor women run the win streak to 7 beating TCU 78 to 59. The Bears will have two road games this week starting Wednesday at Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. for Baylor. Alley-oop on the inbounds to Kendall Brown. How about a Kenjo on the inbounds pass for the flush? Ah, there he is. John Boris Jamo himself. He was coming to you live in 3 o'clock hour from Stillwater. Was getting ready for some big Monday action. Uh, Bears at Oklahoma State. Really important game. And this is I think the, a lot of the Baylor family is thinking ahead to Kansas, and I know that's very exciting, and I already have people hitting me up for tickets, and da, 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 you know, mostly if you hear about anybody that has some, all that kind of great stuff. Well, I'd love to give away some tickets. Aaron, try to see if you can secure us some tickets. You know, don't let uh, that game time program, the award-winning game time, 7-9, to nine, uh, Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Garrett Ross – Aaron, let's see if we can just get, even if we could just get two tickets. That would be awesome. That's a big game. But the Baylor Bears themselves, the, the team, they got to focus on Big Monday. This is, t- this is going to be a tough one. The, the thing that I liked the most about the other day was just that they got it done with resting Flagler and Cryer. Now, I don't know what to say about Cryer because I just don't know if this is going to be an off, on again, off again. This feels like a manage. I get I get worried sometimes that they may make the decision to shut him down, because you can't. I mean, it just 
to, for him to be available one game and then maybe go another two or three weeks without him, and then maybe you have him for the tournament. Who knows? That's a tough, tough thing for him, a tough thing for the staff to know what they have. Um, I, 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 I would think there's got to be some talk if it continues to linger about shutting him down for the season. I hope that doesn't happen because they need him, and he's a tremendous shooter. He's one of the best players on the team. Flagler, this felt like more maintenance to me. In the NFL, in, in the NBA, we'd call it load management. I think Flagler's fine. I do think he's had some injuries and nagging things, and they needed to get him some rest. To win with only basically a six-man rotation, I guess maybe – I think they did get Jordan Turner into this game. I mean, maybe you call it a seven-man rotation. But it's uh, that was a great win over TCU. People say, Mosley, TCU's not that good. I know. I know they're not. But they've had some impressive wins this year. They really have. And uh, that's that's uh, to to beat them. And I hated that they lost a, a really uh, – they, they lost a great player in that game the other day. Uh, to what looked like, uh, we'll have to see. I, I haven't seen Aaron. You let me know if you've seen. Lampkin is his name, and he's a really nice player uh, for TCU. And he got hurt in that game, and it looked like a really bad one. And so I, I was kind of meaning to, to look before the show today to see if we had any update on Lampkin, L-A-M-P-K-I-N, for TCU to see what the latest. But really nice player and uh, – I thought the rest of the conference. I thought uh, I thought everybody was uh, so nice when Baylor lost uh, uh, Chachua. and so I want to make sure we keep an eye on Lampkin because he's also a really good player, and uh, we need to take care of our folks from the conference and and uh, check on them. So, <clears throat> but I thought overall, in the, in that play that John Morris was describing, I believe that that was the one where Kendall sometimes can just. He can do things. I'll tell you, the guy in the NBA that does it most like that right now is John Morant, who can seem, seemingly kind of, can almost kind of levitate. Uh, you see there's a few players in the NBA like this. Levine's one of them. That can, Obi, what's his name, Toppin from uh, the, uh, the the Knicks is a little bit like that. I, the They can kind of go up there and just hang in the air for a good while. And I think that's uh, – I think that's very, very. Uh, uh, it's just a. It's a very cool thing to, to watch. Now, Aaron, I'm almost thinking. Let's let's call an audible uh, and let's save Scott for 5:20 because we got so many people wanting to sound off. Let's. Uh, we got a guest at five today, Brendan Manzer, and then at 5:20, I do want to kind of uh, give you an opportunity to hear from Scott. And, uh, and, and Scott Drew in the game last night. I just think there's some things we need to talk about and need to complete. I just looked at my, uh, I looked at my time, and I don't want to eat into Campus Confidential. Aaron, I know you got a lot of stuff we need to hit in there. But, um, and, and by the way, I, I gave it earlier. I want you to be able to sound off if you'd like. Uh, two five, you can call or text 254-662-1660. That awful, some of you maybe are hearing this and like, hey, I better go check this out. I'll Google this. And you can find the replay. And, in fact, they've slowed it down like Aaron was talking about. And so you can really see um, the coach from Michigan 
reach out and put his palm. I mean, it looked like he was almost trying, kind of like Aaron said, to deliver a, a punch. It ended up being kind of an open face slap to the face. Now, again, it's all bad. And and it was it, there were it was bad on a lot of people's point, but the Wisconsin coach, the Michigan coach. I mean, you're the adults in the room. You've got to set the example. And I don't think we our response should be to just get rid of the handshake line. I uh, I I've, I've actually reached out to uh, to Scott today. To Scott Drew, who's in Stillwater, people are like, leave Scott alone, Matt. Let him concentrate on the game. But I just kind of wanted to get his take on whether he agreed with this. Uh, some people that are coming out there that, hey, let's get rid of the handshake line. We sort of did, Aaron, when during the pandemic for obvious reasons. And everybody would just kind of wave at each other after the game. I, I, I don't like, and I agree with what you said, Aaron, earlier. I don't like our response being well, we had this one ugly incident, so let's just get rid of the handshake line. Let's just not do it at all in college basketball because, um, and I mean, Juwan Howard embarrassed himself. I mean, I was kind of making fun of that chirpy, whatever, you know, the, the assistant coach for uh, Wisconsin. Okay, bad on you two. If you're over there shouting some things, there's part of me that thinks you ought to get your noggin you know, you, I mean, it's everybody needs to be bigger and to be uh, and to act like adults. I mean, it's no wonder that the players are going to want to get in a fight or throw some punches when they see their own head coach, who, by the way, played in the NBA. Once they, you know, he played at a place where a lot of these players are hoping to get someday, and that's the example he's showing. It's an embarrassment. Now, Aaron, I was kind of curious. Did you, um, did you think, after kind of thinking about this and having a having about twenty four hours to think this one over, do you think the university should respond by firing Juwan Howard, or do you think a healthy suspension would be enough? No, I don't think he should be fired. I think, uh, I think a suspension, and like you said, a a, a pretty lengthy one would be be appropriate that's just what what i think i don't think he should be fired but i do think it like you said the rest of the regular season maybe even the conference tournament boy i tell you i mean our people that are out there listening right now like richard and woodway i mean they remember some of these fights they used to have at hot and then the one at the old holler house g riley white in uh i think that same season baylor and texas a&m had had some all-out brawls and one of it started with and I think it even spilled into the stands and I, something happened because like an A&M football player back in the late 60s ended up taking a swing at somebody I mean there were and there were a bunch of Baylor football players that had gone down to uh, they were at that game at G. Raleigh White in College Station and maybe they got involved in some of that. Our uh, our resident historians would know, uh, Richard and others. Um, uh, Jim Howler may have been. I know John Underwood's been on with us before. John was with the with the Big Twelve office for a long time. He was coaching on that A and M team when that fight happened. It would have been about 1969 or 70, 
And it would have been – and Coach Haller, who's probably listening, would have been on the bench for – that was before he became the Baylor coach, and there's a chance he was coaching under Shelby Metcalf at the time at Texas A&M. But, I mean, the, I, I'm just saying there have been these confrontations that have gone on since the beginning of college basketball. It's just – you just expect the coaches to act with, uh, with more decorum. You don't think Jim Howler at some point got tired of Abe Lemons and all those guys? I mean, he wanted to take a punch at somebody. But back then, I, I would say the SWC, for the most part, had tremendous – now, the players and the fans may have gotten into it at times, but the coaches had tremendous respect for each other. Guy V. Lewis at Houston, Jim Howler at Baylor, um, Sonny Allen at SMU, Eddie – uh, Sutton at Arkansas. There was an immense respect, and if if uh, if if Eddie got a big raise at Arkansas, he was talking to Shelby and and Coach Howler and the rest of the gang about how they could maybe go get some more money. I mean, everybody was helping each other. So anyway, that 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 thing was a mess. If you got a thought on this and you want to weigh in on that fight yesterday that broke out after the game. Michigan and and uh, in Wisconsin. Let us know. We love hearing from you. Text us 254-662-1660. And as the day unfolds, we'll take a peek and uh, and read some of those because uh, we love the interaction. All right, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. What's going on in the world of college football and college athletics as a whole? We talk about it next. Recently on Game Time, we are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Our nation is in crisis, and Texans have answers. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions. As federal officials, we take an oath of office to support and defend the Constitution and the laws of this country against enemies foreign and domestic. Yet not following the laws of the country is exactly what the Biden administration and Nancy Pelosi have chosen. Democrats do have an agenda, and that is to change America as we know it today. So, my goal in Congress is two things. Number one, win back the majority in Congress and build the wall to protect America. I'm Pete Sessions. Let's do just that. Let's build the wall now and save America. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. 
Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. The Northern Tool and Equipment lawn and garden sale is going on now. Stop in and save on sprayers, spreaders, aerators, wagons, garden equipment, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Come out this weekend and catch the big basketball game at Coach's Smoke. Coach's Smoke is a sports bar and restaurant downtown at the corner of 4th and Austin with a full bar, 35 big screen TVs, and specials like $3 off nachos and happy hour all day. Coach's is the place to be. Join your fellow sports fans in watching your local college team play in one of the biggest games this season. Coach's Smoke opens at 11 a.m., so come join us before the game. And if you can't get a ticket, come join us for the game. Coach's Smoke, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco on the corner of 4th and Austin. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. NBA All-Star game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163-160. to Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers, with a good sign, sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number 7 Baylor women run the win streak to 7, beating TCU 78-59. to The Bears will have two road games this week, starting Wednesday at Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and we talk college football as well as college basketball and everything else going on. College baseball, of course, can be in here too. Ooh, did not like that sweep 
Uh, the uh, Baylor softball team came out and, uh, and and got right to business the other day, as we documented, and I love the way they opened the season. The uh, baseball team, not so much. Pitchers did okay. Thought the pitchers did okay. Got to get this lineup cranking, though, and uh, and that is not the way you want to start a season. And it's uh, but again, they don't. Uh, the story is still to be written. You don't. Uh, it, this could be just a very minor, minor thing. Uh, a couple of months from now. So we'll uh, we'll just see how all this unfolds. Uh, a reminder, we've got Brendan Manzer, ESPN Big 12 analyst, basketball analyst. In fact, he's calling the game West Virginia at TCU uh, on ESPN Plus tonight. And uh, he does a great job on TV. I've always liked Brendan's work. He's going to join us courtside at, and talk about it. He's also played at Oklahoma State, so has a great uh, feel for what Baylor's about to face tonight. All right, uh, we've been talking about this situation. I know some of you have been weighing in on the on the CNC Collision Center text line. That's 254-662-1660. Again, it's 254-662-1660. Should Juwan Howard be fired? Should he be suspended? We, uh, uh, Aaron and I, have uh, have agreed that uh, not uh, not not a fireable offense, but an embarrassing offense and something that he should receive a suspension. So Aaron's been kind of monitoring the latest on Twitter uh, announcements, the Big Ten. Uh, in fact, uh, I think the, I'm trying to think the first announcement I saw might have been from the AD of Michigan saying that they had reached out, he and the president of Michigan had reached out to apologize to, uh, to Wisconsin's AD and the president. It's always funny how they apologize to the people who weren't even maybe there i don't even know if they were in the building they probably maybe the ad was but um it's uh not every president goes to all the games like president livingstone does at baylor sometimes they just kind of sit at home they might not even watch it on tv they're just more worried about you know research grants and all that kind of business aaron uh catch us up if you would on kind of the latest on this unfolding uh, story and has our man you know Obviously, we played for you what um, what the coach of Michigan, Juwan Howard, had to say after the game, and it was not really apologetic at all. He was just kind of like, hey, here's what happened. I was defending myself. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry that 6'10 Juwan Howard felt threatened by little Greg Gard. Goodness gracious. Aaron, anything new on the Michigan-Wisconsin handshake fight nothing yet as far as discipline uh, for coach Howard uh, as you mentioned uh, Michigan athletic director Ward Manuel has uh, apologized to Wisconsin AD Chris McIntosh and University President Mary Sue Coleman he's re- also reaching out to Wisconsin Chancellor Rebecca Blank to apologize he said quote I'm aware and watch the end of our men's basketball games there's no excuse for any of our staff or student athletes to get into a physical altercation with others, regardless of instigating factors, I reached out and apologized to, and then he goes on to, you know, say that he apologized to the president, the AD, and uh, the chancellor. The Big Ten said it would review the matter for swift and appropriate disciplinary action. Uh, they said in their uh, statement that they're aware of the physical altercation between the coaches, and they would um, be looking at that. And honestly, I would expect something probably as soon as tomorrow. As big a deal as this has become, is and has become, um, I would expect the Big Ten to announce something pretty quickly, maybe tomorrow or the next day. But 
um, nothing so far as far as uh, discipline yet from either from Michigan why, or the Big Ten. Why is he not? Uh, why? I mean, why is Howard not out there? I mean, my gosh, this is uh, I, and you know these apologies. The longer you go, the more like hollow and written they seem. Maybe sometimes people go, "Hey, I need some time to need some time to reflect. Need some time to think about what I did yesterday." Now you embarrass the school. I mean, he's he's one of the most celebrated members of one of the greatest teams of all time in college basketball. It did lead Aaron to some kind of funny, because <laughs> of course what. Uh, what made him mad was that timeout, and uh, as every Michigan fan knows, the timeout that Chris Weber attempted to call uh, led to a technical and ended up uh, playing a, a significant role in losing them the national championship game. And and um, it's you know nobody, no Michigan fan or no fan of uh, college athletics has ever forgotten about that. But uh, I would say some of these jokes are better than others. Some feel a little forced. But, Aaron, I, I think um, you know the way I think, and I think sort of the way you think. You knew once there was a major timeout involved in, in, a, in a Michigan controversy, we were going to get some Chris Weber jokes. Oh, yeah, you knew the Fab Five jokes were coming as soon as it happened. And I've seen a few, right. like you said, there was a few that I kind of chuckled. There were a few that, eh, not so great. But Aaron, a- were you, were you going to mention where ba- the Baylor women – Ended up in your uh, in your um, uh, in in the uh, festivities today. Yes, campus confidential. All right, get to that story because I have something to add to it, and you can come back to whatever you're going to do. But mention where the the Baylor women are, and then I wanted to attach something to that report. Sure, the Baylor women are back in the top five. They move up two spots to number five in the brand new Associated Press poll. South Carolina again, your unanimous number one receiving all 31st place votes, followed by Stanford, North Carolina State, Louisville, and Baylor at number five. LSU is in the top ten for the first time in 13 years at number eight. Iowa State is number nine. Texas, 11. Oklahoma is number 20. And that's it for the uh, Big 12 and Texas schools in the top 25. But Baylor back in the top five after winning seven straight. Baylor women, and we we knew that Oklahoma loss was going to be a real crossroads-type moment, and they took the right road. And Nikki Collin, of course, Nikki will be on with us tomorrow for her weekly uh, visit, the number five Baylor women. Aaron, what I wanted to add to this, did you happen to see who ended up at number eight in the AP, the latest AP women's poll? Did you happen to catch who ended up at number eight? LSU. There you go. Uh, I believe these two teams are on a crash course for each other. <laughs> and it could happen. Some people are predicting the Sweet 16. Uh, you know, we'll see if they put them kind of on the same side of the bracket, how it could work out. If both teams somehow had made it to the Final Four, would it happen earlier than that? Or could both teams end up being oh, – man, sometimes the, uh, the, the seating is always interesting – Sometimes they do it a little differently. But anyway, depending on the seating, where they end up. But LSU's on a roll. They had that place packed. They call it the PMAC. I think they had around 14,000 show up at the PMAC for that uh, win over Florida yesterday on Sunday afternoon. And so the Baylor women, number five, and the the LSU women, number eight, 
And it should not surprise you, Aaron, the uh, – the the when when they're not playing at the same time, I'll just say uh, no one. Uh, Kim still takes a pretty pretty close uh, eye to her old team, and of course she recruited um, pretty much everyone on this team, right? Even the uh, transfers, the portal. Did both Jordan? Just thinking about uh, w- when they made their decisions, but I think Jordan uh, and uh, who am I missing? Jordan and uh, Jamie Asbury both made their decisions before uh, Kim left to go take the LSU job. So I think uh, I think it's all leading to a a, uh, just a very, very interesting matchup at some point along the way. Let's hope it's in the final four. Let's hope uh, because that would mean that the Baylor women and I I tell you the way Queen Egbo's playing right now, Sarah obviously has become more and more confident. The way, and they went with, uh, they got the sweep over TCU twice, two and four days. We are on a crash course for this. So, who's the better team? I, LSU's deeper, but I, I, I still think Baylor's a better team than LSU right now. Uh, and we'll just see. Of course, uh, Nikki's got her first recruiting class. will come rolling in next year and we'll see how it all comes together but right now i would if if they were playing on a neutral court which that may happen i would take baylor and i think baylor would be favored by either two or three points over lsu but lsu's good they got some great guards and then they got the other day they had some big time front court play again deeper team hannah gusters former baylor player made a bit had a, a huge offensive rebound and a put back in that florida game I saw yesterday, but anyway, it gets me excited thinking about that. All right, Aaron, sorry. I I, I thought I needed to uh, file that addendum, but uh, what else do you have for us, sir? Well, just a quick note on what you were talking about, the possibility of Baylor playing LSU in the in the uh, tournament. Uh, Charlie Krim, who does the uh, bracketology on the women's side for ESPN, every bracket that I've seen him put out for the past, I don't know, three weeks, has Baylor and LSU in the same regional where they would play at some point. Now, it's changed when they would play if that happened because, um, you know, they both kind of uh, – well, their their seedings have changed, you know, throughout that couple of weeks. But every time they've been in the same regional. So I think he's thinking the same thing that you and I are, that the NCAA is going to put them probably in the same regional, depending on how they end up the year and what seeds they are. But – uh, speaking of top 25 polls, the AP men's poll is out. Gonzaga is your unanimous number one. The Baylor men are number 10 this week. Texas is 20, Houston 14, Baylor 10, Texas Tech is 9. Kansas moves up into the top five at number five. And Gonzaga, your unanimous number one this week. Uh, uh, I would like to see UNT in this top 25 they're on an unbelievable run and i think they're worthy of it so i'd get the mean green in there bears fall to 10 from seven but they got uh, they could really jump right back up there with a win over kansas on saturday but you can't get a win over kansas on saturday you can't i mean you could you could still get it with a loss tonight but it was just tonight that would be awful to, to lose tonight in Stillwater. And so I'm really hoping that rest they gave a couple of players helped 
and we'll see how that. And to talk about that game, we will have former Oklahoma State great, and now he's an ESPN TV guy, Big 12 analyst, Brendan Manzer, joins us next. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across 
across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Here's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're fortunate to be joined right now by man in Fort Worth getting ready to do a basketball game, Brendan Manzer. Um, who I remember seeing a lot on those studio shows, has always been great during the Big 12 tournament, and uh, also former Oklahoma State player. Uh, Brendan, it's great to have you on the Matt Mosley Show, and then uh, it's been fun seeing you with uh, Ted Emmerich, who uh, I'm a big fan of and, and uh, used, to, uh, used to do a little radio with back in the day. Matt, no, hey, I appreciate it. Uh... Yeah, I, you know what? I didn't realize that until uh, Ted and I started talking this morning. And uh, so I guess, are you who I blame for him talking so much during our broadcast? Yeah, it's because we didn't let him talk enough <laughs> back in the day. And uh, uh, Ted, Ted and I, we were, we were once in one of the smaller radio studios ever constructed down at the American Airlines Center. And there were three of us in the tiniest room that were getting our palatial studio ready to go but we were basically put like uh, in a broom yeah. closet and it was too nobody wants to be in that close proximity at least to me and so uh but ted was great and he we knew he was destined for great things and uh i really like that they've kind of kept you all together and and uh, i'm always uh, uh i'm always excited i wish you guys were on more baylor games um uh, is really what I've what I've uh, I would like to I used to be at ESPN.com but uh, they don't always take my request but uh, tonight you were in Fort Worth now was uh, was Coach Huggins I understand y'all talked to him earlier today uh, was he in a a huggy type mood the team is obviously not having the kind of season he was hoping for what uh, what uh, what kind of mood was Coach Huggins in uh, yeah he, he was great you know. Um, do, doing this for so long, Matt. You know, I've been around him for years, and he's, uh, you know, obviously he doesn't love that uh, they've had trouble scoring, um, you know, finishing games. And 
as you know, in this league, th- there's so many things w- within a game itself, particularly the second half, that are really magnified that they've struggled that they have struggled with. Um, but no, he, he, I mean, he was great. I mean, he's taken in stride. I think that he knows, you know, he likes his team. That they continue to play really hard, which you expect his teams to do. And he's, he certainly hasn't lost them. They, they feel like, you know, their backs are obviously against the wall. I mean, it, it, it'd be a lot to ask, but the games in front of them are all manageable. They, they have Tech, um, Baylor, and Kansas out of the way. Um, and obviously the rest of the league is really good. So, so it's, it's relative, but, but those three teams are, are the best teams in the league. And, uh, he, uh, you know, as, as he talked about today, the first time since he's been at West Virginia, that they haven't had a guy to throw it into, you know, and most recently, if you think like of, of a Devin Williams or, uh, even a Derek Culver, you know, it makes a big difference when you can throw it inside and, and put pressure on, um, defenses, whether it's an all American or not in there. And they don't have that. And they don't have, you know, the point guard play uh, is, is basically combos, you know, collectively trying to make it happen. So there's limitations there. But, uh, no, he was he was great. I mean, he uh, he was giving us a hard time, which means he was uh, in uh, positive spirits. <laughs> so he's always great. Yeah, yeah. What a, I mean, he can come across just by the way he looks as uh, pretty intimidating. Uh, did you happen to see the guy in the Baylor crowd this year who was his doppelganger? The, uh, I, there was, some, there was a, just a fan who lives there in Waco, local businessman, and his hair and everything, and even to the, like the chain he was wearing and the kind of the open collared shirt uh, showing his chest a little bit. I mean, it was... It was uh, a dead ringer for Coach Huggins. I don't know if you got to see any of that. I did not see that. So was, was this on purpose? <laughs> no, no, no. This guy, he, he, he got a kick out of it. He, it's just how this guy dresses and looks, uh, and he's about it. the same age, maybe a little bit younger than Huggy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. Ted's a big social media guy. He's always uh, putting selfies of himself on Instagram. Tell him to show you that. He can find it real quickly. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, no, yeah. I tell you, Coach Huggins, when Ted and I talked about this, we had lunch a little while ago, but, uh, you know, th- th- we're lucky in this league. There's not a coach in this league that's not gracious. Now, a lot of different personalities, right, uh, in, in different um, ways they go about uh, coaching their teams, different styles, et cetera. But everybody's great. But, you know, I'd be lying if I, I didn't say that he's one, of, he's one of my favorites. And uh, just I always enjoy being around him. Um, and um, especially out when we go out to West Virginia. Where do, where do you stand on this? Uh, uh, speaking of, there were uh, some non-gracious moments that happened in that Michigan-Wisconsin game, and I'm sure you and Ted maybe visited about that at lunch. What a what an ugly scene that was, and um, and there are a lot of reasons that led up to it. But this this uh, everybody's now saying, well. Uh, or a lot of people, even Dick Vitale came out and said it, let's get rid of the handshake line. I mean, it's just, uh, it's run its course. I think also people like Fran Fraschilla say, no, why would you, you know, do that? This is obviously an ugly scene. You know, after you've had a chance to look at that, what happened, Brendan, and th- and kind of mull it over, where do, where do you where do you think this thing's headed? And, and do you think that they should keep the handshake line or – has that thing run its course? Where where are you on all that? Well, I honestly, I'd have to agree with Fran. I mean, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it, uh, other than I, I have seen and 
uh, watched what everybody else has an instant um, yesterday, but uh, no, I, th- I think that's the uh, part of the beauty of sports is you do go out there and you compete hard and you get after it. And sometimes there's some talking and aggressive play and, you know, 99.9% of the time after the game, when it's over, uh, regardless of the outcome, what side you're on, um, you know, you, you know when the other side is giving it everything. And there's a mutual respect. And I've always enjoyed seeing um, guys I played against, you know, periodically or run into them. And some I became close with. And others it's just, you know, interactions when we see one another from time to time. But uh, I think it's an important part of it. I guess you know, a particular coach or coaches wanted to decide before game or something that that's not a good idea, then, you know, I guess that's fine. But, uh, Mm -hmm. I, you know, obviously it's unfortunate, but that is by far rare, not the norm. And, um, you know, there'll be a lot that comes out of that. It's unfortunate. You know, you watch it, you're embarrassed for everybody. It's sad. It's disappointing. Um, you know, it's, it's just too bad, but, you know, most motions are high, but, but I will say this as, as coaches, um, it is, it is, you know, your responsibility to lead and you always have to keep that in mind regardless, uh, of the situation. But no, I'm with Fran on that. I didn't hear Fran say that yet, but, uh, completely with him. I, I, we don't need to knee jerk and take that out, out of, uh, the sportsmanship. Cause I'm telling you, having, having been part of it, um, it's 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 an integral important part of the game afterwards and most of the time it's fine and if you don't think your team can handle it or don't want to do it and you want to bow out of that i guess that's that's okay but i don't i don't think the majority would feel that way i would be shocked isn't it interesting i i started thinking about the coaches over the years that i would think maybe something could possibly happen and there's and it, it's quick you can almost kind of think of about five or six and then for the most part, like you said, it, you think there are going to be – I think back to your – and I don't put him in that group, by the way, uh, the late, great Eddie Sutton. I mean, those SWC, those were some knockdown dragouts. That's when I first saw Eddie coaching when I was a kid at Arkansas. And then you, mm-hmm. you, you got to know him at Oklahoma State. Obviously, all you guys revere him. But there was such a huge respect for each other in the coaching community that you just almost couldn't imagine that. Now, when I could imagine it was when Nolan took over for him and, like, Tom Penders. You know, those those are the kind of personalities that, you know, some somebody might say something, and, and it could lead. But to your point, uh, Brendan, talking to Brendan Manzer, uh, of the Big 12 analyst on ESPN, I, for the, it, it, you're right. It, it would be a shame to get rid of something based on, some coaches and players losing their minds in one instance, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like the way to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, at least I don't think so. And my, you know, nobody really cares what I think, but I, I would, uh, I would hate to see it, it lead, lead to that. I think oftentimes um, there are a lot of situations that are, you know, don't happen very often, but we, we change the entire landscape. And uh, again, I mean, I think part of being an athlete, and I, I have two sons, and you know I, I, I value them participating in them, and not not to be necessarily become something in it. You know that if that if that happens, great. But you're put in all these situations. You're, you're competitive, respect for your opponent. Um, you know, and, and most importantly, it teaches you to deal with adversity. And 
you know, yesterday is an adverse situation. And I, I just think you're, you would be, you know, again, I think you're taking young people's opportunity to experience, um, experience different things. If you do that, I, I would be real disappointed if they did that. I, I, yeah. but I, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if you had any teammates who ever got into it in the, uh, in the uh, uh, in the handshake line, and the only one I'm trying to think if you played with Doug, I and I say this because <laughs> Doug's a friend of mine, but I could see Gottlieb uh, maybe maybe chirping to somebody in a handshake line, but <laughs> we don't we don't have to gang up on on Doug. He can he uh, I feel like Doug is basically trying to pick a fight with somebody every day on social media. <laughs> Uh, he's hey hey Doug's just <laughs> Doug's just not afraid to uh, obviously express his opinion. I will, hey yeah. I'll tell you one thing and you if you if you know Doug like I do I will say this about him is he he doesn't just come off the cuff with his stuff he he puts thought into it and and, and then still is pretty bold but uh, yeah it uh, anyway yes yesterday uh, Matt yeah it was it was unfortunate yeah. and uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Yeah, well, talking to Brendan Manzer, ESPN Big 12 analyst. He'll be on this game tonight in Fort Worth, uh, West Virginia, TCU. I I wanted to ask you about uh, Baylor uh, going into Stillwater tonight. It's an interesting Oklahoma State team, certainly not without talent. And we we think so much of Coach Boynton. Uh, But this is a tough tough one for Baylor, though, uh, to – you know, two players sat out the other night. They lose Chum with Chachua. I think Scott's kind of having to try to decide what this team's going to be on the fly. Obviously, they've got the pieces. They've got some talent. What do you make of this Baylor team right now? And, again, it's hard to it's a hard one to answer because you don't know exactly what they're going to have each game. So let's, let's act like they're going to have Flagler tonight. What do you uh, – what do you what do you kind of make of this Baylor team right now? Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, you and, and everybody that follows the Big Twelve or Baylor basketball knows uh, losing uh, Chamochacho is. Um, I mean, it's huge because he he provides something that every team would love to have. And then, you know, and I talked to Scott Drew about this a couple, a couple of weeks ago, actually before his injury, but just his his improvement on the offensive end. And so you're you're getting stuff there. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate, particularly for him, that he had the injury. But, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are dealing with that. Um, you know, I, in one sense, it doesn't feel like, Matt, that there's a lot of time to figure it out, right? But, but at the same time, you're going to end up having about three weeks worth of basketball before you go into, um, you know, the Big 12 tournament. Which I don't, you know, I, I don't know off the top of my head. You could probably tell me, but they're, you know, they're getting about six games without him. The, the, the challenge has been then you go home against TCU. You don't have those two really good guards. Cryer still yeah. out. Um, so that, that, to your point, that just adds to trying to fix. So I don't know if he can figure it out. I think it's more like he's buying his time until he gets everybody that's going to end up being back back. Um, but the talent is still there. It does give them a different look. But it also uh, allows flow more opportunity. I think that um, I, th- I can tell. Just I haven't seen him in person since the injury, but you, you can see just by watching on television that he's he's trying to raise the level of game. Obviously, Matt Matt has got tremendous talent and size, and he provides something that is, is difficult to match up for other teams. So I, I think the 
they'll be fine if, if they can get those guards back. And as for tonight, as far as tonight, um, you know, Oklahoma State is um, they can beat anybody, as you well know, and they, they can also lay an egg. I mean, there, there's a pretty wide spectrum with them. I do think their length, even with um, a healthy Baylor team, ha- has bothered them in the past. I think that was part of it uh, in Waco. Uh, obviously, James was was not 100. percent That was a factor as well. But uh, they have tremendous length. Even Matt, even their six two six three guards are long, and so um, I think that that uh, has helped them against Baylor uh, match up fairly well, if you will. Um, but they, they were pretty good offensively Saturday against Kansas State, probably as good as they've been in a long time. I don't know when the last time they shot over 50%, but um, they're not as good defensively right now as they were earlier. So, um, you know, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting tonight. And obviously I would expect it just to – it'll be a tight one. But, um, um, you know, Oklahoma State, I mean, I would think, you know, two days before – made some plays offensively where they have struggled a lot throughout the year, are probably feeling pretty good, at least uh, up until the beginning of the game. Yeah, I was just, you know, listening to you talk about that, it's wild to think. You know, we, we talk about how many teams the Big 12 is going to get, and there are some uh, there are some good teams that they're not going to get into the tournament, and part of it is just they just bludgeon each other so much. Uh, the mm-hmm. records of some of these teams, TCU, has obviously been in a bad way lately. I mean, they desperately need this win tonight. Um, of those teams, Iowa State, TCU, Kansas State. Um, what's the? What, what are you kind of? I, I guess it's just you know coming down the wire here. <laughs> they got to just gut out a couple of wins. I mean, I. It's just hard to believe that Iowa State, as good as they were going into conference, has the conference record they do. I mean, it, and it's hard to as great as this conference is. It's hard to justify when they get in those rooms and start making those decisions, six, seven wins, uh, especially. Right. I mean, you, you almost have to be at 500, I would think. Yeah, and I, 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 this league this year, 8 and 10 won't look bad at all. And it hasn't in the past. I mean, there's, there's yeah. a handful of examples of teams getting in at, at 8 and 10. I, I think 8 and 10, especially this year, will look just fine. But to your point, Matt, which I, I understand what you're saying, you know, even though the league is so tough, there's no breathers. I mean, from top to bottom, it is the best league because of that. You, you still have to produce X amount of wins, and you, you can't you can't be a 500 ball club or or uh, I'm just talking about overall record. But uh, you know, you can't be six and 12, and you're not you're just not going to get in. And what may happen, I hope it doesn't. But you know, what may happen is you may end up getting less than you know what we thought a month ago, right? Where where Joey Brackett said, you know, had, you know, eight in for a short period of time, and you still had, um, you know, K-State at that time, other than Oklahoma State, was, was just on the outside looking in. So, so everybody that was available or eligible was within striking distance. So, um, no, you're exactly right. I mean, it just uh, – it, it, it may be too good because you don't have that one or two at the end where you go, you know, if we play – well or decently will probably be okay. I do think TCU has an opportunity. They've struggled mm-hmm. at home. They're just two and four in league play at home. Wow. But if they, if, Matt, if they just win their three home games, um, which is, is West Virginia, uh, who, who's got a tech, and I'm, draw, I'm yeah. drawing a blank. Um, you know, those, you know, tech's certainly going to be a good win, but they would just protect the home floor. They'll be in. I mean, 
I don't want to say it's as simple as that, but but you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to get yeah. to. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. It's it's uh, it, it may be unfortunate. There's going to be some really good teams that, honestly, compared to others around the country, are better, just better, and uh, may not get in. All right. Well, uh, best of luck trying to get a word edgewise in with Ted tonight. Yeah. And uh, it, it tell Ted he does not have to. Uh, I, I've been. He doesn't do it actually. I was joking about these these play by play announcers today, who feel the need to constantly tell us it's a one or two possession ball game. The other day, I'm watching uh, a Kansas uh, uh, the, the Kansas who was they playing West Virginia, and 14 and a half minutes left. Play by play goes uh, guys says Brendan, it's a two possession ball game. <laughs> And I'm thinking, well, there's like 15 minutes left in this game. Are we? Do, do, does the audience not know that it's a two-possession game? Do we? Are we assuming the audience is really bad at math and needs to be? But anyway, those are my little. Uh, well, well, yeah, I can't really say anything because uh, <laughs> my go my go-to is uh, well, they really need to get some stops right here. You know, it's like really <laughs> do it. Do they really? Really? <laughs> so, so some, hey, you can only you can only make it sound really important so often during a broadcast. So uh, I know, I know. But, but you know, he does a great job. I, I've loved uh, this, this. This has been more like what they were doing in my early years in the Big Twelve, where you have you know two or three guys that you're with most of the year, and, and you really get a good rhythm. And uh, I, and I've worked with Ted many times before, but we, we've had a great time and uh, uh, give each other a hard time. Uh, as well which makes it fun yeah yeah no y'all are fun and enjoying it hey did you get an update on the lampkin uh eddie lampkin from uh tcu yeah see what's going on with him yeah just they we just told game time decision and so they're they're uh you know i think i i think and i don't know the results but i know they're getting an mri and obviously to make sure everything was okay obviously to to clear that but they'll it'll it'll be uh, game time hopefully whether he plays tonight or yeah. Moving forward, they have they have him because he's uh, I mean, he's been great for him. He's he's been really good the last four or five games, and uh, he's fun to watch. I mean, he's, he's a big guy that's got great energy. I mean, it, it, he's uh, he's good now. He's got a chance to be really good. All right. Well, we hope to get you and uh, Ted to the uh, Ferrell Center soon. And uh, great to great to visit with you. And this is going to be shaping up to be an unbelievable Big Twelve tournament. You've been to a ton of them over the years. And oh yeah, have, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that's uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. But Brandon, I appreciate you taking the time. Y'all have a great call tonight. We'll be watching six o'clock tip off on ESPN Plus this evening. Thanks, Brendan. Matt, appreciate it. Hey, you keep J-Mo in line, too, by the way. I meant to tell you that earlier. That's impossible. Uh, yeah, you know, some he's uh, it's uh, he's very controversial. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, that's exactly what I think of. I think it's uh-huh. J-Mo. controversial. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep our eye on him, all right? All right, man. Hey, have a good one, Matt. Appreciate you, man. Hey, See you, You bud. bet. You bet. There he goes. Brendan Manzer, who uh, does a really nice job as a uh, color analyst, for ESPN in their Big 12 package, and uh, he and Ted Emmerich have been working a lot together, and Ted is one of the top up-and-coming guys in uh, in all of play-by-play work. So good stuff tonight. Watch the uh, Frogs and uh, West Virginia get it on at 6, and then tonight on Big ESPN, the Bears are in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. Please, please let the Oklahoma State show up that uh, – that uh, that lays an egg, as Brendan Manser said. We want we want to see that Oklahoma State team. 
Uh, but uh, but you just never know because they uh, they actually have a lot of talent on that team. All right, it is time to continue on. Let's hear a little bit from Scott Drew as we get ready for a big Monday matchup that you will hear right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat from Stillwater, Oklahoma, where Baylor men's basketball is in action tonight. Talk about that and more straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Scott Drew and the national champion Baylor Bears tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat from Stillwater, where Baylor men's basketball is in action tonight against the Oklahoma State Cowboys on Big Monday. For the Bears, they are coming off a 72-62 win over TCU Saturday in the Farrell Center. They got that win with an inspired effort playing basically six players in the game. Now tonight, taking on Oklahoma State, the broadcast beginning at 7.30, tip-off at 8, right here on ESPN Central Texas, television on ESPN-TV tonight. Also from Saturday, the Baylor women knocked off TCU in Fort Worth, 78-59 the final, their sixth consecutive win and their 11th win in their last 12 games. They've done it with a 1-0 attitude, says guard Sarah Andrews. I mean, you know, each and every practice, you know, we try to grow. Each and every game, we try to go. We got a great head coach, and, you know, that's part of the reason why we stayed is we wanted to play for her, and she believes in us, and we believe in her. You know, we're going to continue to grow. We've yet to play our best basketball, so hopefully when March comes, you know, we'll play our best basketball. But most of all, I think we play for each other. We want to win. You know, we take each loss as a learning lesson. You know, we don't hang our heads about it. We just take each loss and keep moving. And, you know, each and every game, we've just grown. Like, I see something new every game that we've gotten better at. Sarah Andrews and the Bears now 21-5 on the season, tied for first place in the Big 12 standings at 11-3. They will play here in Stillwater against the Cowgirls on Wednesday. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball opens the new season. They drop three straight to Maryland. They'll host Houston Baptist tomorrow night at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor softball wins one of three from 12th-ranked Oregon at Getterman Stadium. 
Equestrian knocks off South Carolina in their home finale. Baylor women's tennis records wins over SMU and Mississippi State. And number three, Baylor men's tennis gets two wins in the ITA National Indoors in Seattle before bowing out in a 4-2 loss to number two, Tennessee. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from here in Stillwater and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds and breezy conditions this evening with a 30% chance of showers and storms overnight. We drop to 63 degrees. Tomorrow, clearing skies, another mild day, 83. And a strong cold front moves through early on Wednesday. Mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain and highs only in the upper 30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. John Morris here, telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. NBA All Star game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163 to 160. Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers, with a good sign, sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number seven Baylor women run the win streak to seven, beating TCU 78 to 59. The Bears will have two road games this week, starting Wednesday at Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. show and uh, Aaron I was just noticing I think I uh, I, th- I, I you may not have seen it I sent you earlier a Brendan Manzer photograph uh, a graphic so I uh, I may send that again to you well, let's look here did I ever send it you didn't know no as as you would expect the answer is no but we do have a uh, beautiful uh, graphic of Mr. Manzer that I'm sending you right now Aaron um, as you and I uh, continue to go back and forth on all these fun things on the show there you go um, it is the Matt Mosley show Aaron Sexton alongside and that was fun had uh, Brendan Manzer longtime ESPN analyst uh, did the studio show for several years has done games and right now is is teaming up with Ted Emmerich who uh, worked with, with me at ESPN 103.3 FM in Dallas for several years. And Ted is just a, a really excellent uh, play-by-play uh, up-and-coming voice. And uh, I guess Ted's now in his 30s, but he's still very, very young, and, and uh, he will uh, continue to. But uh, now doing ESPN games and really just uh, he's got a great feel for it. And so that'll, that'll be fun, good combo. Those guys are on the game tonight at – Oh, that'll be a um, 6 o'clock start on ESPN+, Plus, and that is TCU hosting West Virginia. Jamie Dixon versus Bob Huggins. And as Brendan Manzer said, TCU, and I'm sure there are some TCU fans right now that are grumbling and are probably about ready for Jamie Dixon to move on. But if TCU could somehow get hot here at the end of the year, they they truly – with their overall record and some of the nice wins that they have this season, they could still get into the NCAA tournament. The problem with the Big the Big 12, and Brendan Manzer said it, you could get in with an 8-10 and 10 record. It's just getting to 8-10. and 10. Kansas State, 
loses the other day. Um, TCU continues to lose. They lost to Baylor the other day. How do you get to 8-10? and 10? Could 7-11 and 11 do it? Well, it depends on what team it is. Could Iowa State get in at seven with a 7-11 and 11 conference record? Yeah, probably. 8-10 and 10 gets them in for sure. Iowa State, if you'll remember, that first game against Baylor in conference, Iowa State came into that game as, I mean, they were ranked. I, I mean, Iowa State was having a big-time season, and they still, it's been an incredible turnaround. It's just hard to win in this league. Now, Baylor's going to have uh, just a huge on, I mean, this next few games, starting tonight, you've got Oklahoma State. Then you get a few days to rest before that Kansas game, college game day in town. I am trying to secure for us, Aaron, uh, through my ESPN contacts. In fact, I need to share this on our group text. Love our, our new group text, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, you like the group text? Isn't that kind of nice to share information with our teammates and all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I, it's I, useful. It, I mean, I, I know yeah. what's going on at every show. Even yeah. though I produce two of them, you know, it's nice to know what's going on on all the, of them. It the makes the it easier. Yeah. yeah. See what Garrett's up to. I mean, what's Garrett Ross? Who's he going to Who's he gonna book? He's got all those 24-7 contacts, and uh, he's a big recruiting guru. In fact, I, I saw um, Garrett Ross had somebody that Baylor's after. In, in maybe that 2023, what did I see today that was of interest to me? Oh, it was like a, 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 it was a relay race, and I'm trying to think what high school is involved in it. But Baylor is after this inside linebacker from, I think it's North Crowley, and the, the he was running the anchor leg, and I can't remember exactly what his, what his time was, but it was something that would grab your attention. It was the four by two hundred. And he ran a 22 flat or right around a 22, whatever it was, it was kind of like, whoa, whoa, that kid's moving. And uh, and North Crowley won that race. Aaron, for my money, there's still nothing more exciting on on the high school level. And I love high school basketball. I like high school baseball a lot. Obviously, I love high school football. But a a great high school track meet, when you have just like, unbelievable athletes running the relays is about as good as it gets. Like go to the Texas relays in Austin. That's always been a tremendous event. When I was uh, in high school or maybe even junior high, we'd go see people like Marlon Cannon at South Oak Cliff. And the speed, Henry, let's see, who's the guy from Greenville? Henry Neal? Henry? Anyway, that the height, the the some of the relay races at the high school level, especially the five A six A levels, just like if you wanted to watch Temple get it on with, I'm talking about Duncanville, DeSoto, um, uh, Cedar Hill, you just see some speed, uncommon speed, and that helps honestly when Baylor and others are recruiting. That just helps let them know if you've got some kind of linebacker running one of these relays, that grabs your attention. Much like when I was a kid, my dad took me to see Herschel Walker running the 100. Now, would that have been the 60 or the 100? Yeah, probably the 100. And it may have been the 60. But they were running it indoors, and it was either the Dallas Times-Herald or the Dallas Morning News. 
uh, track meets. Those college track meets used to be unreal. So anyway, I'm uh, I'm loving all that stuff. And uh, I tell you what, I'd like to do. I haven't left as much time, Aaron. But let's get let's let our folks here for just a few minutes here. Just the uh, I want to uh, as we get ready for tonight. Some of what Scott Drew had to say after they gutted out that win against TCU. I think we'll look back on that as being one of the most important wins of the season, Saturday, an undermanned uh, Baylor team against TCU. Let's hear what Scott had to say. I think I'll start out by saying uh, they might be too tired to talk, uh, <laughs> but uh, really, really proud of uh, uh, the crowd, the effort. I thought uh, um, obviously shorthanded without LJ and without uh, uh, Adam. Um, I thought everybody really uh, uh, stepped up and we had a nice uh, uh, six man rotation going right there. And um, uh, I thought the guys stayed out of foul trouble, were aggressive, uh, really locked in on the defensive end, were really good defensively. And we were really good uh, when we got stops getting out in transition. So uh, really credit them and uh, lucky they're uh, young so they can recover quick. Scott, can you talk about the way these two guys stepped up specifically as freshmen? Yeah, I think, uh, um, uh, I mean, Big 12's an adjustment, and I've said this uh, several times that this year it's more an adjustment for freshmen than any other year because you have more fifth-year and six-year guys. Um, I mean, a lot of teams, their top six rotation are seniors, fifth-year and six-year guys. So um, it's even a more adjustment for them, and they've done a great job and um, efficient, but uh, I love uh, both of them seven assists, two turnovers. Um, both of them were uh, very good from the field, um, uh, 11 for 20, and made the free throws. Uh, and defensively, uh, that's been the thing we've been most uh, pleased with is just how they uh, have picked up the scheme, how they've been able to uh, um, be effective and efficient on the defensive end. Scott, you know, Ryder's missed several games. Uh, do you think he's going to come back, or are you thinking he might? Uh, we, we don't know yet. So we'll, we'll have more information next uh, a week or so probably. Scott, you guys manage to play really good defense without getting into foul trouble. How key was that? It, really important. Uh, these guys can really guard, and you need them out on the court. I thought when Kendall picked up his third, he, he was really efficient and effective, doing his work early, moving his feet, and uh, being able to uh, to play. And I think as uh, is, is Jeremy and, and uh, the guys have gone deeper in the conference, they've gotten more and more used to what what and how things are called. Scott, along those lines, 20 points off of turnovers. Was there an emphasis on getting out and running when you got those live ball turnovers today? Well, I think uh, we, we got we're, we're, every coach wants to get out and get in transition. The key is getting the stops to do it. But we got multiple guys who can uh, handle, play really well in, in space and in transition. So um, that's, that's always a strength for us. And uh, again, first half, we were able to get out more because we were, got more stops. Scott, with that six-man basically rotation, have you had a lot of practice time with just kind of that six? We haven't had a lot of practice time because you're, you're, you're playing and, and moving on. I mean, uh, the, the last day we practiced, uh, uh, we lost uh, uh, Mitch to a dislocated uh, foot and uh, playing one-on-one -on -one with the GA afterwards. We lost uh, – he's out for he, – indefinitely. Um, so six weeks or something to recover from his, uh, from his foot. And then other walk-on uh, uh, got injured as well, Kajana. So uh, – um, I don't even know how he got injured. It's so, crazy. Uh, yeah. any, 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 anyway, the uh, bad mojo going on right now in the Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's a little bit like the book uh, of Gideon in the Bible, too. So, I mean, uh, uh, people keep uh, dropping off, and uh, uh, these guys keep persevering, and 
Um, we play the culture of joy, and, uh, I mean, it's God's platform, and these guys have honored it. All right, man. God, getting spiritual there. You, you heard Chris Beard say he his mom wishes he was a lot more like Scott, had it turned out more like Scott, and and uh, gone to church more and prayed more. And then Scott, uh, i got to look some of that up. What is he? Gideon? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get. I mean, I think of the Gideon's Bible when I think of Gideon, but I haven't thought much about Gideon much. A Gideon Bible when you're in a hotel room, you can re- always reach in there. I hope they still do that in hotel rooms. Do the Gideons still do that? Let me know. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Next, it is the dismount. We have to say good night. This is ESPN Central Texas. America's at a crossroad and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police, and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. The Northern Tool and Equipment lot and garden sale is going on now. Stop in and save on sprayers, spreaders, aerators, wagons, garden equipment, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texans safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. NBA All-Star Game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163-160. to Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers, with a good sign, sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number 7 Bader women run the win streak to 7, beating TCU 78-59. The Bears will have two road games this week, starting Wednesday at Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is the Dismount? We uh, have a couple of minutes to say goodnight as we get you ready for some college basketball. And the Baylor men have the big Monday tonight. They are in Stillwater. Never easy to have to turn around after that Saturday game. But with that in mind, Scott was able to rest Adam Flagler and, of course, L.J. Cryer. I thought that was interesting uh, the other day, Aaron. They listed all the players that Baylor had out. Obviously, we know about uh, Chom Wichachua, what happened to him. But it was also listed that Baylor, like some players I, I may have you know, I may not have realized like they were even on the roster. It was like some of the players unavailable. It was like three member, three of the walk-ons. There, there was somebody. Well, they mentioned Langston Love. Obviously, he's a great uh, player for the Bears, who had the ACL. He was part of that uh, unbelievable recruiting class with Sohan and Kendall Brown, and they listed him, but they also listed another Love. And then somebody else, Aaron, you'd be like, wait, what? And so I think it's the player that he was on the court recently and his his name wasn't on his jersey. Every other player had their name on the jersey, and this, this guy didn't have the name on the back. It sounds like something that would have happened to me in high school. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton doing tremendous work today. And uh, listen tonight, pregame at 730 with Pat and John. And then the game at 8 o'clock. want everybody to have a wonderful evening. We will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's coverage.